Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, to the NFL Talk, week six, talking about news and picks. And I'm your host, Uncle Junior. And uh, week six should be a very interesting week. We have uh, several good matchups this week. We have uh, Atlanta versus New Orleans and uh, Denver, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, New England, Indianapolis. Uh, we have several matchups that uh, is very intriguing. So uh, hopefully we will have some good matchups going on uh, this week. And uh, welcome, guys, to the call, uh, Hogan and, and Bradley. How are you doing today? Oh, good, man. I'm just uh, just trying to. Uh get all my thoughts in a row and get everything ready, man, and then get ready tomorrow night, man, where we got to whoop up on them ain'ts, man, where we're going 6-0. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> keep these folks from, uh, keep these folks, keep these ain'ts quit doggone, you know, prowling, man, and trying to put us down and stuff like that. So, in- instead of us talking about it, tomorrow night, on, um, tomorrow night on Channel 9 or on, on NFL Network, we're gonna shut. We're gonna. We're gonna close. We're gonna shut people up. So, just that's all I'm ready for, man. Uh, so, so you you ready for tomorrow night? Hold on. Are you ready to see the Panthers get their first real test on Sunday? Hell yeah, I am. I'm gonna be at the game. Okay, that's great. That's that's great. Uh, let, let's let's see what the Panthers do. This is the Panthers' first real test. Um, hey, Panthers look pretty decent. Right? Playing decent football. But 
we got to admit the teams that the Panthers have been facing have been subpar teams. So uh, it's showing proof on Sunday uh, for Cam Newton and the rest of the guys. Uh, but the first game I want to talk about, I want to talk about, I really want to get Bradley's thoughts. I know what he's thinking, but I'm going to say this. Tomorrow night, Atlanta is going in to the Dome. They're going down to New Orleans. And there's always been a battle between Atlanta and New Orleans. And this year, Atlanta looks much better than New Orleans. And uh, New Orleans is struggling. But New Orleans seemed to always get up for Atlanta, seemed that when they play Atlanta, no matter how the team is struggling, they seem to uh, rise to the occasion and play a tough game. And plus, Atlanta showed some vulnerabilities in the last football game uh, that they played. And uh, Julian Jones, is I think his hamstring is really hurting. So, Bradley, uh, tell me the keys to the game on tomorrow night. Well, a couple of things I want to run down before I get to the keys to the keys of the game for tomorrow night, if you don't mind, from Detroit. Um, this has been this rivalry has been going on for a long, long time in the NFC South, where our Atlanta Falcons had to deal with Tampa Bay. We had to deal. We got to. We had to deal with the Carolina Panthers, and we also have to deal with the New Orleans Saints. And where it's always been a rivalry that's more closer than Tampa Bay, it's more closer than Carolina, that the New Orleans Saints have been going back and forth as up. We have beat New Orleans in New Orleans, or it's always been a split between New Orleans and Atlanta. Now I'm going to break down the keys. Even though Julio Jones has been battling the hamstring, he's always a type of, he's a type of wide receiver that will not quit. He's a type of wide receiver that gives it his best no matter if he's being, if the ball is not being thrown to him or if the ball is being thrown to him. He's always been that decoy if the not, ball is not being thrown to him for, you know, for either Hankerson is going to, it's questionable to play for tomorrow night and Roddy White that's also going to be a factor tomorrow night as well. And you've got Devontae Freeman that's an awesome back that's been really doing his thing for the past couple of uh, weeks with, you know, he busted out against Houston. Uh, he did his thing against Dallas. And now that Tevin Coleman is coming back and we've got the two running backs is going to be in motion, I really think that, you know, we're going to do our thing tomorrow night. But the downfall is how Dallas let New Orleans come back. And they're always doing finishing they're finishing in the in the fourth quarter but like i said with, with drew Brees, he's a type of he's like a gun you put a bullet in a gun sometime that bullet is going to go through and it's going to hit that target and you're going to be successful and sometimes that bullet is going to get caught in that chamber and it's not going to come out and that gun is going to have a going to have a failure and you won't, the bullet is not going to come out and it's not going to hit that target. He doesn't have his target, Jimmy Graham, because Jimmy Graham was traded. Now Jimmy Graham is doing his thing in Seattle. But don't forget that, that New Orleans has a tight end, but the tight end is not a Jimmy Graham. But the only thing that I'm saying is, is that 
Atlanta's going in. They came off a win Sunday. And I really think that, you know, even though Julio Jones is going to be a little shaky, he's still going to, they're still going to double-team him. And it's going to open up for Hankerson. It's going to open up for Roddy White. And if Roddy White doesn't be able to go, we still have a backup wide receiver that can also catch the ball. Okay. Now, Vegas has Atlanta favored by three and a half points. I round it off about four points. So, my final question to you, do you think Atlanta will win by more than four points? Well, if I can put it to you like in this words right here, Troy, I'm calling it a definite ass whooping. I don't care if it's four points. I don't care if it's seven points. If I was a bookie and the bookie told me that I had to give them how many points, I'm going to put on that piece of paper straight ass whooping and don't care what the points may be. Just give me the money when it's all over with. Okay. Okay. I understand, Bradley. I truly understand. I think it's going to be a tough contest. Um, Come on, Troy. Be honest with you. Be honest with me now. It's not going to be a true. You can't take a one and four team. You can't take a one and four team against a five and zero team. And the troubles that New Orleans is having, and the belly that Rex Ryan has on the sideline that makes it he's so doggone pregnant that he can have a baby at any time now. And it's not going to be the Atlanta Falcons. It's going to be somebody that looks like his brother in Buffalo. So far as I'm concerned, Rex Ryan does not have the defense that can handle what he cannot control what Mike Shanahan is bringing on Thursday night. And I don't think that that's going to happen. I, I okay. don't think that New Orleans is going to beat them. Come on, man. Now, Bradley, no, I, no, no, I do think this is going to be a tough contest for the first quarter or two. I think I think Atlanta's going to pull away late in the third, going into the fourth, and I do think they're going to cover the spread. I think it's going to be a back and forth battle for a quarter. I really do, and I think Atlanta's going to pull away the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth, and take the victory. Hogan, what do you think about about this situation? I uh, I say Atlanta's got this one. Like I uh, caught the. Uh... Falcons Redskins game and man Freeman is the real deal like I was amazed on how well he played like I think they could just hand it off to him and they could win like the Saints I don't know where they're at like I like they could potentially only win one or two more games okay okay so so you think it's going to be a blowout as well yeah okay cool uh, we have Big D on the call. Big D, how you doing today? Good, I'm making it, man. Trying to talk some football. I understand. We were just commenting on the Atlanta and uh, New Orleans game on tomorrow night. And uh, just give me your thoughts on, on that game. Man, Atlanta definitely showed me something. I know your man out there was a Falcons fan, loved that game last week. They definitely, they definitely showed me something, man. Uh, they defense, like I said, I, I wouldn't believe it until I see something out of their defense, and their defense definitely showed me something. Now, is that enough to take it all away like I'm sure he thinks? I don't know, but uh, I officially think they real deal Holyfield now, so i definitely take them over. It's a, it's a rivalry game in the Dome, Superdome, that is, not Georgia. 
But uh, I'm, I'm thinking Atlanta, man. There's no reason Eno should win, but at the same time, there's no reason Pittsburgh should have beat San Diego. So you never know. Yeah, that game hurt me as well. Okay. Extra, can I can I come in on one thing, please, Big Dan? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What's going on, Big Dan, man? Good. To see, what's going on, Big D, man? Good to holler at you, man, and um, everything. And glad to see you back on here. And uh, since I started coming on here Wednesday nights, man, it's glad to hear from you. But one thing about football, when when Alfred caught that uh, caught that penalty, you know, I'm saying on the pass interference on the pass interference uh, call, did you know how Alfred was so upset, he was so pissed off about that pass interference, how his coach, how the, deep, how the DB coach went to him and said, hey, man, shake it off. Shake it off, man. We still have time have in this time. game. This game is not over. And all of a sudden, when it came down to the closing of the game, Alfred stepped up and caught that interception and took it in and win. That made me showing that they're, they, are, they are sufficient. Whatever comes down on them, they still can sit there and say the game is not over until the fat lady sings. I agree. I, I agree. Like I said, they showed me something. I have to give it to them. I agree. The Redskins, the Red, Redskins suck, but, I mean, Cousins, Cousins were slicing them up. And, I mean, those big moments like that, those are the mm-hmm. ones that, you know what I'm saying, get you to the big game. So, like I mm-hmm. said, I'm a believer now. I'm a believer. We'll see what happens. I'm still waiting to see them match up with the Panthers, but I'm a believer now. I'll give it to you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see what happens when they play the Panthers. I think uh, Atlanta and the Panthers are, uh, are headed for a battle for number one in the NFC South. Now we're going to move on to Denver and Cleveland. Denver is favored by four and a half points against Cleveland. They're going to Cleveland. Cleveland made a good comeback on Sunday. Uh, amazing catch by the tight end for a touchdown. Uh, Denver had offense has been subpar, but the defense has been pretty good, and they've been pulling games out. Now, I'm going to start this one with Hogan. Hogan, give me your thoughts on the Denver-Cleveland matchup on Sunday. I feel like it's going to be a blowout for Denver. Like, their defense is just so good. And, like, Manon may not be having a great year, and this could be, like, his last year, but I still feel like he can still beat the Browns at least. Okay. Let's go with uh, Big D. Could you comment on, on the game between Denver and Cleveland on Sunday? Darrell, were you there? Yeah. Yeah. Could you comment on the game between Denver and Cleveland on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, between between that defense and running game, I think on the low, this is uh, – nobody's going to believe me, man, but I think this is a Denver AFC championship team. No one believes me. But just wait till Peyton Manning turns it on, dude. I mean, yeah, he's 40 years old, but there's no reason he should be playing as bad. Well, besides the fact he's 40 years old. But that running game and that defense, man, they, they'll definitely take Cleveland. And I'm saying it right now. I think this is an AFC championship team in Denver. I really do. Bradley, give me your comments on the matchup between the Browns and the Broncos on Sunday. I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go along with Big Darrell with what Big Darrell said and I looked at it this morning on NFL Live. Peyton Manning has had some rough times. Uh when he played against Oakland last week, Woodson had a ball game with him. 
Every time he threw to one side of the field, Woodson intercepted him. Woodson intercepted him. But I say it like this. One thing that Peyton Manning said on them, he said his defense won that game. His offense won that game. And like, like Darrell said, I'm going with the Denver Broncos because I know that what happens in the night, what happens at night is going to come out in the light. So I say it like this right here. Peyton Manning is going to come out. He's going to do his thing. He's going to, take, he's going to be up top in the AFC. And, and, and with this, uh, with, you got to make sure that with, Cle- with Cincinnati, um, with Cleveland, you got to understand what is, is, is he going, are they going to bring Johnny Manziel in and give him an opportunity to play? Or they're going to play big pack. They're going to play pick pack with quarterbacks. So I'll tell you like this right here. I'm going with Denver over Cleveland. Okay. I am going with Denver to win, but I think this, I think this is going to be a very close game. And I totally disagree with, with the concept that Denver is going to win the AFC championship. Denver's only covered one spread this whole year. Now, hopefully they'll cover this one. Last week they covered, they played decent football. They covered on a pick six by Chris Harris. And and, and that took them over the hump to win the game. Uh, they've been struggling. Uh, but a win is a win by one, two, or three points. But I think Denver's very beatable. I think the quarterback plays poor. I think the running game is a one-two punch that can easily be shut down. The defense is a very good defense. Uh, pass rushing, uh, defensive backs. Uh, oh, even though Ware is, is hurt and he might be out, they still have several other guys that can rush the quarterback. I'm taking Denver over Cleveland, uh, but I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Okay. Now, the next game we want to talk about, I think this game is a real trap game, uh, is Cincinnati going into Buffalo. Uh, Cincinnati is, is, is favored by two and a half on, on a lot of sports bookies' cards, and also it's a PK, which is a pick em game. Uh, I'm going to start this one out with uh, with Daryl. Daryl, I, I want to hear your comments on this game between Cincinnati and Buffalo. Darren, are you there? Okay. Okay, Hogan, are you there? Uh, I feel like Cincinnati's going to win it, mainly because Tyrod Taylor's going to be out. And, uh, yeah, I, Buffalo's not a bad team, but I don't think they can beat Cincinnati, especially after... Uh, that game last week, like Cincinnati against uh, Seattle, like that Andy Dalton's proven that he is, like he's not uh, doesn't deserve all that hate he gets. Okay, now Andy Dalton, he's starting to play real good football. I think he deserved it uh, from his previous play, but I think Andy's making smart decisions now. It's not all about AJ Green, uh, if if you agree or not. Uh, but I think he's spreading the ball around. They're really using that one-two punch uh, with the running backs. What do you think about the uh, Cincinnati defense? Uh, I'm not too sure, honestly. I I mean, I feel like it's definitely like a top 15 unit, but, like, I really don't know 
too much about them on quick to be honest. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I think uh, the defense of Cincinnati is, is pretty good. They got uh, the defensive line playing pretty good football and the defensive backs or, uh, are doing pretty good with Pac-Man Jones, also with the special teams. Uh, uh, Brad, I want to hear your comments on the Bills versus the Bengals. Uh, who do you think is going to win okay. that contest? Okay. Um, I want to, I'm going to comment on that, but it's one thing that's bothering me, Troy. It's one thing that's bothering me, and this has been on my mind for a couple of days, and I wanted to uh, bring this to your attention once we had this. I'm glad that y'all brought up the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, do you or Hogan think that the Cincinnati Bengals are better than the Atlanta Falcons? Hmm. That's a good question. Because this was brought on, um, this was brought on there. Boomer was on there. Um, you know, Chris Carter was on there, and um, you know, Johnson was on there, and all of them had answered that question. But to my knowledge, it's been bugging me since. It's been bugging me since this came about. And then I can answer that question about who I would like to win. But my question is, you know, I, I gotta I gotta get this off my chest because this is this has been this has been bugging me. It's been bugging me all day that when you when something bugs you all day walking around and thinking about it, you keep asking yourself. And I wanna ask this question before I, I do that because it's a question to a question. Do any of y'all think the Cincinnati Bengals is better than the Atlanta Falcons? Okay, I'm gonna let Hogan answer first. If he <laughs> wants to answer, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna come behind you. Uh, Hogan, a simple yes or no, because I know you seems like you don't want to answer, but uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot, here, Hogan. Oh uh, man, one. I they are honestly pretty even in my opinion. Like AJ Green and Julio Jones. Then, like, the running game, the quarterback. Like, I, Matt Ryan's better than Andy Dalton, like, in my opinion. Defense is very similar. Like, you know, not top five, but still up there. Offensive lines are good. It, I honestly don't know how to call it. I feel like if they were to play, it would be an even game. Like, you would almost, you would not want to bet on a game like that because you have okay. no clue who would win. Okay. Now, my answer to that question I think Cincinnati, New England, possibly Carolina, and Seattle, definitely Green Bay, and possibly Arizona are better than the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Atlanta's good, and Atlanta just recently started to get better. Uh, We're only four games in the season, and that's the same thing I'm saying about the Panthers. We're only four games, four games into the season, and the competition has been marginal. It's been, it hasn't been great back-to-back competition or back-to-back uh, seasons uh, to prove uh, what what the organization is made of and what they're putting together. They do look good playing football right now, but I think in a head-to-head matchup with a tough schedule, I do think they will lose to New England. 
I do think they will lose to Green Bay. I think Arizona got a chance to win against them. And I also think uh, that Cincinnati got a chance to beat them. And if I was betting on a Cincinnati-Atlanta matchup, I'm probably going to take Cincinnati because Cincinnati has more offensive weapons that's proven, uh, special teams, and their defense is a little bit more proven. But I think Cincinnati has a lot to prove as well. So right. I think so, Bradley. What yeah. do you think? You already know that me myself, I've listened every single day about how Skip Bayless loves to cut down the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. And Skip Bailey cuts Skip, Skip Bailey cut them down today. And, you know, my thing is a lot of people are not giving the Atlanta Falcons the process, you know, the better, people are not giving them what they deserve. And I can sit there and say with Mike Smith, Atlanta won some and they lost some. Mike Smith made some difficult play, you know, He made some difficult calls. It was hard for us to get in the, um, the end zone when we was in the red zone. It was hard for us to get out of third down, and a lot of that is changing now since Dan Quinn has stepped into the head coach position coming over from coming over coming over from Seattle, and it's a lot of things. A lot of people are are seeing that are slightly being improved these last four game these first start of these four games. I know it's an early season. I can understand that. I understand people would sit there and say that when we're doing good and we get down to the playoffs. We always fall short. But from what I'm seeing now is that people need to start giving the Atlanta Falcons the effort that they deserve. Give them the strength that they deserve because Dan Quinn came in and brought in a staff that could really put a lot of excitement in the players. He came okay. in and see what he, he came in okay. and see what was going on. Huh? Bradley, I, I want I want Big D to comment on it, and then I, I, I we'll finish up with you. Big uh, D, the question is: Do you think that Cincinnati is better than the Atlanta Falcons? To be honest with you, I trust Matt Ryan more than I trust Andy Dalton, but I trust Cincinnati's defense more than I trust. Atlanta's defense. And Quinn has a Super Bowl in Seattle. Marvin Lewis has a Super Bowl in the Seattle. It's a long time ago. Someone can't hear you. Your phone sound, Mo. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We can't hear you. Your phone sounded muffled. I was saying, I, I was just comparing the two. I'm saying I trust Matt Ryan more than Dalton. I trust Cincy's defense more than Atlanta. Quinn got a ring as a D coordinator. Lewis got one as D coordinator a long time ago. They kind of sort of counterparts in the AFC and NFC when you think about it. But as far as who is better right now, I mean, you can't, you can't really argue with Cincinnati's resume coming back and beating Seattle. Uh, Atlanta came back and beat Washington. Like I said, I believe in Atlanta now, but I got to give it to Cincy. If I had to choose right now, I would say Cincy. But I think they're actually really closer 
than people would give credit for. I think they AFC and NFC counterparts each other, two really good teams in different conferences. Okay. Okay, now, Bradley, are you ready to give me your pick on Cincinnati and Buffalo? Okay. This week, even though my guys are playing Thursday night and Cincinnati's playing on Sunday, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna point my finger at Cincinnati because I wanna I wanna see Cincinnati win even though I'm a Atlanta Falcon diehard fan and I'm gonna represent my my guys to the fullest. So I'm gonna stay here and tell you I'm gonna take Cincinnati, bro. I, I'm 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 going with Andy Dalton and I hope that he can stand up to it and and be successful and, and keep it, keep the ball rolling for Cincinnati, but. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to take Cincinnati this this weekend, man. This is this, okay. this is one thing I'm going to take. Okay, uh, Daryl, what's your pick with Cincinnati and Buffalo? In Buffalo, it's in Buffalo. I, I said before I, I mentioned this game that this this is a trap game. It sounds like a trap game. So I agree wholeheartedly. Just to be completely honest with you, I'm I th- I'm thinking Buffalo, man. I'm thinking. Tyrod Taylor has definitely showed us all this year that he's a starting quarterback, no matter how brief it's been. The defense is solid. I mean, if Percy Harvin could just do something, man, I mean, you could be looking at you could be looking at a possible playoff team, but like you said, trap game, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm thinking I'm taking Buffalo. Yeah, and uh, Buffalo don't have a clue who's going to be the starting quarterback this week. Uh, they don't know yet. Uh, maybe Manuel or Tyrod, but they're not sure. So with that situation, you still think Buffalo can pull it out? Yeah, because E.J. Manuel, E.J. Manuel has the ability, let me put it that way, the ability to do everything Tyrod's doing. I think Tyrod has a much better grasp of the offense and is a smarter or heady, as they say, quarterback. But E.J. Manuel certainly has the ability. Now, if he ends up starting instead of Tyrod, that that would definitely sway my decision. If it's Tyrod, I'm taking Buffalo. If it's E.J. Manuel, man, I don't know. Probably simply. But if it's Tyrod, I'm taking. If it's Tyrod, I'm taking Buffalo. Okay. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, the next game I want to discuss is the Panthers going to Seattle. Uh, Seattle's favored by six and a half points. And I'm going to start this off with the number one Panthers fan, Hogan. You got to tell me your thoughts and your breakdown of this game and why do you think the Panthers are going to win? Well, first off, with the spread, I kind of understand it because we do not do historically well coming off a bye week and against the Seahawks. Under Rivera and... uh, Cam, we are 0-4 after the bye week, and like the past four matchups against Seattle have been 0-4. So I can kind of understand why people doubt us, but Seattle, they just haven't looked looked like that same team. Like, since the Super Bowl, like, after that game, I don't know what happened, but they are not the same team that they were. And, like, the Panthers, they're finally getting Luke Keekley back, and that is a huge Huge boost to that defense. Like I mean, he makes all of them better. All right. So, so you think with the addition of uh, Kinkley and the uh, downfall of 
Seattle after the playoffs and the surging Panthers that the Panthers can go into Seattle and beat Seattle in the sixth man. Okay, let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Big D on this one. Big D, uh, give me your comments about the Panthers and uh, and the Seattle on, on Sunday. I think it's a close one. I think Carolina's going to cover the spread, but I think Seattle might take it by three or so. I think it's close. I mean, I would love to see Carolina get over the hump, like you said, the bye week statistics, and finally beat Seattle going back to years ago when they lost 12-7 and they should have won when D'Angelo fumbled inside the tent. I would love to see Carolina win, but I think they lose a close one. Cover the spread, though, but I think Carolina loses a close one. Fair enough. So you think Carolina loses a close one? Yes, Bradley, let's talk, let's talk about let's talk about your rivals here, Bradley. Let's give me your opinion on Carolina versus Seattle. Okay, coming out of the bye week for uh, Cam Newton. I know he's a he's a quarterback and he's from College Park. And um, me myself, rivalry of the Carolina Panthers. You know, every time I see a cat, I try to blow him off because I don't want him. I don't want that in my house or running up my driveway. <laughs> okay. But but um, I think. Seattle needs to come together. I think Beast Mode is ready. And uh, I know Hogan ain't going to like me to say this, but I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take um, – I'm going to take Seattle over Carolina. <laughs> you I'm, take sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it because, hey. you know, the way it is going to be, it's going to come out, you know. We're going to be six and we're going to be six and zero with one division win, and I really don't want to see Carolina coming out to be five and zero and one one uh, one division game winner. So if we beat the Saints, which I know we're going to be, we're going to be a division. So that means we're going to be tied with them for first place because we have a division win, and so do they. And where it's going to come down to neck and neck, where it's going to be against Atlanta and Carolina. But I, I, I want to see uh, Seattle come back, and I want to see Beast more than stand up and uh, beat Carolina this, this this week. I'm sorry, Hogan, but I can't go along with you. <laughs> okay, now, I, I'm going to give you my comments on this game. And, and I don't have a favorite team. Uh, I just like good football. I just think Carolina hasn't been tested. Is is just like a, a a boxer who's twenty and zero with uh, and and, been, and has been fighting subpar competition, and now he's fighting this guy with some knockout power, a tested guy. And I think Seattle's been tested over the years. Um, Carolina might prove me wrong, but I just don't think Carolina's been tested. Uh, usually, when Carolina gets tested, they fold. They usually play Seattle pretty good. Um, we're going to see what Carolina's made of on Sunday. But I'm going with Seattle to win in Seattle against the, against the Panthers. Now, next up, I want to move in 
to Indianapolis, and I want to talk about New England versus Colts. Uh, we're not sure if Andrew Luck is going to suit up or if he's going to play. Um, New England is looking very good, and uh, we're going to start this conversation. Uh, we're going to start this one with Bradley. Bradley, give me your uh, breakdown of the New England Colts game. Um, I'm definitely going to go with New England. I'm going to go with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, best quarterback in the league, uh, one of the best coaches in the league that knows how to coach, and that's um, Bill Belichick. Going to go with Tom Brady because Tom Brady knows how to throw the ball. And uh, Gronk, that's one of the best tight ends that I know that can get in a position, that can catch the ball at the right time. The reason I'm going with New England because Indianapolis, I, you know, I'm waiting for you know, I'm waiting to come back, and I still haven't heard it if it's official yet, but Andrew Luck coming back from the shoulder injury. But if he does come back, I would like to see, you know, or how he's going to play Sunday. But I'm looking at New England to beat Indianapolis on this. Okay. Uh, next, let's go with uh, Big D. Big D, can you break this game down for us, New England, Indianapolis? It don't matter who's playing for the Colts. They're bad. They, uh, they're going down. Matt, the Hasselbeck dream run is, about, is over as well. It's uh, Patriots are the best team in the league, it's looking like, man. Sitting right in Rossdale's face as they should. So I think they're going to steamroll them, whether Hasselback plays or Luck plays. It's just, uh, yeah, Patriots. Patriots. Hogan, you're up next. Well, you uh, got New England or the Colts. And I think you're behind the Panthers. I think you're a Patriots fan. So who do you got? I wouldn't quite say I'm a Patriots fan, but I. <laughs> I did take this out on the whole deflate gate thing, and I I would love to see them destroy the Colts because I can't stand them. Like I don't like Andrew Luck, I don't like Jim Irsay, I, I just don't like that team at all, and they're going to get destroyed. Like Tom Brady is going to be pissed off at them, and it's over for them. Like at least this game. Like the Patriots are just too good. I could they're they're probably going to be in the Super Bowl. In fact, I'd be willing to put money on it right now that they'd be in the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm going to give my uh, pick on this. I think the Patriots are going to blow out the Colts. Uh, the Colts seem to be uh, going into a down spiral. Uh, speaking of blowouts, New England blew them out last year in the playoffs. Uh, I don't see Indianapolis improving. I don't see the defense improving. I don't see Andrew Luck improving. I don't see the running game improving. Uh, but I do disagree with one thing. New England don't have a clear path to the Super Bowl this year. That they're going to either have to face Denver or Cincinnati. Um, those are a couple of huge hurdles uh, that they might have have to face um, to get into uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, next up, I want to talk about Arizona. Taking on the bendless Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Michael Vick pulled a miracle on Monday night and cost me money, by the way. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to take 
And and I'm going to take Arizona on this one. I'm just going ahead and say it. I'm pissed, and I and I, I want to get them back. But uh, Daryl, who do you have on this Arizona Pittsburgh matchup? I told you I'm I'm happy that Mike just did his thing, but uh, yeah, that's 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 a one week Monday night Mike thing. That ain't it ain't gonna happen again. It's Arizona. <laughs> so you think it's Arizona? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Hogan, who do you have between Arizona and Pittsburgh? I have to go with Arizona. I mean, just because of Big Ben being out, for sure. And they've looked really good this year. Okay. Uh, Next up, Bradley, give me your comments on the matchup between Pittsburgh and Arizona. I'm going to make my comment short on this one. Um, I'm going to go to Arizona. I'm going to go with Fitzgerald. I'm happy that, you know, Michael Vick came out, showed his foot speed. Um, I know it took about 10 days for him to finally uh, understand his accuracy and how to throw the ball to Antonio Brown. And and great, 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 great fact that uh, Blunt is how to get go through the hole but couldn't find anything there and go to the outside and finally work hard to get his way in the end zone so that Pittsburgh can win and everything. But um, I'm just not going to uh, go with uh, them this week. I'm going to take uh, Fitzgerald to win this. Okay. You're going to take Fitzgerald? Okay. And, and I, I have the same. I, I have Arizona um, pulling this one off, even though it's – Arizona really let me down against St. Louis. Um, they showed a lot of chinks in their armor against St. Louis. Uh, but I, I do think that uh, they're going to pull us off. I don't think they're going to blow them out like they did Detroit last week. Uh, I, I think it's going to be something like the Monday night matchup. Except I don't think Arizona's going to make all the mistakes that the Chargers made. And uh, I, I'm going with. Uh, Arizona to win this. And I want to talk about, I want to talk about your Ravens, man. We're going to talk about, I definitely want to talk about the Ravens. They're playing the 49ers. And uh, I think the Ravens are favored in in this game. Uh, And, Daryl, since it's your team, I want you to comment on this. And and, and also I want you to comment on last week's big letdown. So who do you think pulls it off? Baltimore? San Francisco. First of all, you don't need to talk about that. <laughs> you need to focus on this week. <laughs> you don't want to talk about last week. We don't, we don't, we don't need to talk about last week. That's, okay. You know, short memory. Short memory. <laughs> what on the um, bridge? What on the bridge? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I like the way that Cap showed some pride against the Giants because it's really all on that offense. The defense has a pass rush. They get picked apart here and there, but the defense has a pass rush. If you have a pass rush, you have a decent defense. You should be a good thing. Kaepernick has just, it's almost as if he's devolved over these past few years. But he definitely, he found a little rhythm against the Giants. I mean, of course I'm going to say we're going to win. But uh, I've, I've definitely been disappointed in all phases of the game with us, man. It's just, it hasn't been a good look for us. I think we can win. I think we'll take them. 
But um, Kamar Aiken stepped up. That's the one bright spot on offense. Justin Forsett, he's uh he's gonna be there. We'll we'll be fine with him. It's just our defense and target. If Steve Smith comes back along with Kamar Aiken is finally the number two, and maybe Rashad Perriman will finally come up. I don't know. But uh I I think we got this one. I think we got it. It's just between Steve Smith and Kamar Aiken, you know what I'm saying, emerging, giving Flacco with number two. I think we can take it. And as long as Cap as long as you get a, get some some hands in Colin Kaepernick's face, we have nothing to worry about. I mean oh, three, okay. I mean three to four fingers. That's all it takes. Okay. Hogan, give me a comments on this, this matchup with the Ravens and Sanders. I see the Ravens winning. Like uh I feel like the record doesn't reflect reflect them too well. Like I feel like they are better than being one and four. Because like, I would have them going four and twelve. I, I feel like they can. And they aren't a bad team, like especially when they get Steve Smith back, because he's been incredible. I'll never forgive my GM for letting him go. That was <laughs> worst move I've ever seen. Like, well, at, you know, no, scratch that. We had some pretty bad moves before, but uh, yeah, I I don't see any way that San Francisco wins this. Okay. Bradley, give me a comment on the 49ers and the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens because Colin Kaepernick has not found his rhythm yet. Colin Kaepernick is a he's a running quarterback, and I don't know if he's still thinking he got – it's touching me right now because either Colin Kaepernick needs to think about he's not playing baseball. He's playing football. And if he's got an arm that he can throw, you know, he can throw a bullet, that's what he can do. But Colin Kaepernick, you're not out there throwing a slider, a curveball, or a sinker. You're out there throwing the ball in between windows to get to your wide receivers, and you're throwing the ball to your tight end, and you're making, you're making plays that you're supposed to be making. And you really haven't found that yet. And I think that Flacco needs to get, you know, get his game back up. And I know that he can do it. Harbaugh knows he can do it. And I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Baltimore Ravens over the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Also, I think Baltimore is making a lot of mistakes playing soft defense. I think Baltimore needs to concentrate more on the running game. And uh, they need pressure on the quarterback to uh, help the defensive backs. And just cut down on the mistakes. I'm going with the Ravens uh, split in San Francisco. San Francisco uh, one here in this. I'm surprised to see San Francisco pulls uh, rabbit out the hat. But it was a game. This is a this is a conference rival. It's in one of the grittiest cities, football and a sport. Uh, we had chance uh, going into Philadelphia and they're playing. I want to start this one out uh, with with Bradley. I want to know exactly down for Philly and the Giants. 
Um, I'm gonna go with um, you know, Marv Levy. He's a he's a he's a type of um he's a type of coach that getting up in the age, he won't quit. Uh he'll keep on going till his train stops rolling. And what Mark Levy has done with you know, what he has done with the Giants is, you know, trying to do good and uh Odell Beckham, he's gonna be the best wide receiver out there that he thinks that he can be. But uh, Philly, I heard a lot of stuff about Chip Kelly might go leave and then go back to college football, and not trying to reconcile and see if that's true or not. But um, all I want to say is, is that I want to take I'm I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with the Giants on this over over Philly because uh, my motion is on Martin Levy. If he if he feels like he's at the age that he don't want to quit, he's going to keep on coaching. And he's got that talent to not quit. I'm gonna go with him and keep, let him keep going on and not quit as well. Okay, Owen, uh, what's your thought on the matchup between the Eagles and the Giants on Monday? I guess I'll go with the Giants. Like uh, Eli Man really impressed me, and like he did very well for me on fa- in fantasy because I had to bench Cam Newton because of the bye. But uh, yeah, I I feel like the Giants aren't looking bad. Like with the whole thing going on in Dallas, they could take control of that division and, like, honestly win it. And that would really surprise me because I did not see them doing very well at all this year. Like, I just – like, they could easily be 5-0, and but then again, they could easily be 0-5 too. But okay. the Eagles are such a mess. They aren't going to win. Okay. Big uh, G, give me a comments on that Monday night matchup. I uh I echo the same sentiment. They could easily be five and zero. You know, obviously they could be zero five, but I'm I'm more on the side that I'm seeing five and zero. It's uh Eli Manning seems to reinvent himself like every two to three years. It's kind of weird. I mean, hey, you probably feel a whole lot better than that AFC Championship pick for the Broncos if it was Eli rather than Peyton. Huh? Eli is definitely. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He reinvents himself every few years, and without Victor Cruz hitting uh, hitting Larry Donnell when that pass is crazy. But you know Odell Beckham's beast, and I think uh, Ruben Randall too. Two LSU guys. I'm taking the Giants first and foremost because the Eagles are a mess, and Chip Kelly's a dumbass. He's not a genius. But uh, I think it's one of those years for Eli. Man, I wouldn't be surprised to see them not only on the top of the division, like my man Hogan said, but in the NFC championship game. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going with the Eagles on this one. Uh, I think the Eagles are starting to play pretty good football. Um, Odell and Randall are doubtful for Monday night. Uh, they're not sure those guys are going to play. Uh, hamstring issues going on with Odell Beckham. Uh, so, and they're going to Philly. And like I said, I think Philly's spreading the ball out pretty good. And I think the Giants have been in, in a few tough matchups and it's time for them to take a week off. It's uh, kind of lay down and uh, not play as tough as, as they've been playing for the last few weeks. So I'm going to take Philly to uh, win in Philly over the Giants. Uh, hey, guys, tune in next week about 7.30. Uh, we'll see what 
what happened. Uh, we might do a, a four-hour show. If New Orleans went on tomorrow night, we're doing a four-hour show. New Orleans, that's not where. They better not with Bradley. You hey. better keep your fingers crossed on this one, buddy. <laughs> hey, let me tell you this, Troy. Let me tell you this, Troy. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, bro, Julio, they talking about how bad Julio Jones has been hurt with that hamstring. Mm-hmm. Julio, told the, Julio told the media the other night saying, listen, I'm not a type of wide receiver that quits. I'm a type of wide receiver that goes out and gives it my all. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. If I can't do it, I ain't going to do it. And as far as I'm concerned is that I'm going to stick with my Falcons because I really think that this is the year for them to to improve. Having Dan Quinn out there that, that gets out there, young as Dan Quinn is, will go out and work with those guys every day. He gets out there and runs with them through practices. He's, he's he's doing a lot of things that Mike Smith did not do. And I'll put this on Facebook. I'll put this on all the groups that I'm in. Don't mess with the Falcons right now because you will get hurt. Because okay. I'm telling you right now, Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman, that's a doggone track. That's a train that you don't want to get on that track and, and, and think that you ain't going to get run over because you will. You will get yeah, run over if you're going to step in front of Devontae Freeman. Yeah, Devontae Freeman, huh? They're real, they're real tough right now. And I, and I think they've they, they something like the Panthers. They haven't gotten to the meat of a schedule or played anybody real tough yet. So tomorrow night I think it's a soft touch for them. And, and we'll see when they play, play somebody uh, that's real tough and that's proven already. And uh, Hogan, we're going to see what the Panthers are made of we're going to see if they really made or built the way everyone thinks they are. I mean, there's going to be no excuses for uh, Cam Newton and Luke, Luke on uh, on Sunday. I mean, they're going into Seattle. Seattle's playing mediocre football. Offensive line looks bad. Defense just trying to gel a little bit. So, uh, Hogan, it's not going to be no excuses for Cam Newton. You hear that too, Big D? No excuses for Cam Newton. You gotta win this game. So, oh hey guys, God. hey, thanks for calling in, guys, and we will do this again next week. Hey, y'all, y'all have a good week of football. All right, All man. man, take care. Thank you, man. All right, peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.